Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. sweetness of your presence. You satisfy the longing soul. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just just welcome the Holy Spirit. He's with us. He's been with us. Just welcome and receive him. Oh yes, he will satisfy you. He will satisfy every longing soul tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You could switch on the house lights as the people pray. Thank you, Father. We bless you. Thank you for your healing every disease right now. Yes, yes, Lord. I rebuke every sickness. Oh yes, from the rope of your head the bottom of your feet. None of it stands. None of it stands in the presence of Jesus. None of it stands. Sickness be gone in the name of Jesus. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, thank you. Oh yes, receive the Holy Spirit. Receive a fresh anointing right now. Oh, yes. Receive, receive. Receive the gifts of the Spirit right now in the name of Jesus. If you open your mouth, you start bringing tongues right now. God is in this place. God is here. God is here. We welcome you, Father. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, oh, your presence. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your glory in this room. Thank you for your glory, Lord. Our lives will never be the same. Thank you for your glory on this first day of 2024. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for new beginnings. Thank you that old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Behold, all things are new. The newness of life. Oh, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You're so kind to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for satisfying every longing soul. 
Someone here, you're such ends tonight. You shall no longer search. You shall be sold. That's a word for someone. You've spent your life searching. But God is going to make you the one that is sought after. No longer shall you search, you shall be sought after. God is turning it in your favor. Double for your trouble. Oh yes, whatever didn't work out for you this year, this past year. Behold, I do a new thing, says the Lord. I do a new thing. Oh yes, someone, God is going to bring five people into your life. It's an overdose, but he's bringing five in this year who are going to completely change your life. Five friends that are going to change your life. Five. One, two, three, four, five. They'll come at different times of the year. But they are going to be very significant connections. Very significant. Remember to write it down. Because you'll likely forget. Very significant. Five connections. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We honor you tonight. For your presence. Thank you, Lord. All things are new. Someone again. All things are new. Indeed, 2024 won't be like 2023. I'm doing a new thing. Oh, yeah. Someone, you're going to go grow through a growth spot. Like things that have been growing at a normal rate. Someone, I don't know whether it's your business or church or ministry. There's going to be a sudden surge. A sudden surge. A sudden surge. Receive it. Receive it. New songs are coming your way, worshippers. New songs are coming your way. They will be different. They will be different. Songs that carry the presence and the weight of the glory of God. Thank you, Lord. Just receive that. Thank you, Father. Oh, yes. Someone is being reunited in a family situation which seemed impossible. God is going to restore a family. I see a restored family in 2024. Remember to testify and give him praise when it happens. It is for someone where it seemingly seems impossible. But God is restoring. God is going to amaze you this year. Yeah, people who have struggled with prayer. God is going to enable you to seek him more. Some people this year, you're going to fast for more days in the year than you have ever fasted. Yeah. Because God is drawing you to himself. He's opening a, a great door. I see a great door. Like a great effective door. 
Psalm 24 says, lift up your gates. Lift up your head or your gates. Let the king of glory come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of strong and might. Lift up your head or your gates. And be, lift up your head or your gates and lift up your everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He's the king of glory. Selah. Take me back. Four verses. Go to verse. Yeah, where it starts. Lift up your heads, O you gates. And be lifted up, you everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. This is your word of this year. This is part of your word of the year. The king of glory. Glory is coming in your life. Lift up your head or your gates. And be lifted up your everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Verse 8. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. The Lord mighty in battle. There may be many battles this year. But it doesn't matter what battle you're in. The one who's with you. To your right and to your left. To your front and to your back. Is mighty in battle. You shall win them all. You shall win them all. Oh, yes. Verse 9. Lift up your heads, or your gates. Lift up your everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Selah. You've seen many dimensions of God. And you are going to see the glorious dimension of God. Yes, you are going to see the glorious dimension of God. This year. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Keep praying. Oh, yes. Glory is like beauty. It's an old word for beauty, for splendor, for something magnificent, something beautiful. That's what the Lord is doing. It's 2024. The Bible says it beautifies the humble with salvation. Your life is becoming beautiful. All the crooked paths are straightening up. Lift up your heads, all your gates. Lift up your heads. You have everlasting doors. Lift up you everlasting doors. 
and the king of glory shall come in. Glory is the opposite of shame. Psalm 4 verse 2. How long, O you sons of men, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love worthlessness and seek falsehood? It says, how long will you turn my glory to shame? In other words, it's the opposite of shame. We're in a prophetic session right now. Proverbs 3.35 The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of So glory is the opposite of shame. Hosea 4.7 the more they increase, the more they sinned against me. I will change their glory into shame. Habakkuk 2.16 You are filled with shame instead of glory. I don't have to read the rest of it. But these verses are just to show you that glory is the opposite of shame. And there are situations when the enemy has sought to bring shame into your life but the Lord is saying glory this year glory 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 I'm reminded again of two of our pastors who struggled to have children for seven years as you can imagine that can bring all sorts of problems seven years two pastors and in the seventh year of their marriage which was this last year they all conceived. And as you heard in the testimony, one of them, the, the baby is now two, two days old. They missed the new year by a whisker. And another one is on the way. You, you'll hear about that one soon. But I feel like there are signs. These, these two couples are a sign. There, God is showing his kindness to us, all of us, through them. Saying, look what I can do. I can turn shameful situations into glory. Now, your situation may not be a baby situation. It could be different. But whatever it is, God is turning your glory into shame. Amen. So thank you, Father. So just lift your voice and give him thanks. Whatever it is, some you may know, some you may not. 
Some may be things that are going to try and come up later. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. For we will not be ashamed. Yes, Lord. You've not designed our lives for shame. Yes, Lord. Thank you for every expert, for every mother, for every married couple that is expecting the child. Thank you that because of these two examples, you've shown us that the gateway is now open for the bearing of children. I'm reminded, I just received a testimony a few minutes ago. Someone from Worship Harvest Massacre who at this time last year, 31st, not last year, the other year, 2022, was at their wits end, desperate, completely, life had sucked everything out of them. And they had believed God for a child for forever. I got this message from their pastor. They sent it to their pastor and forwarded it to me. Say they just barely made it into this building in 2022, just for just late, like at 11. Let me go see fireworks. And they were saying in the text to, tonight, saying they are with other believers in a room in Masaka, watching the service, celebrating, rejoicing. And one of the people in that room is their own child. It can't... It can't be a coincidence. Oh yes, lift up your voice and give thanks to God. We put an end to barrenness. I cast every spirit of barrenness. The children of God shall be fruitful. Like the children of Israel in Egypt. Who are exceedingly fruitful. And subdued the land before them. So shall it be. With your servants. In this church. Thank you for fruitfulness. Thank you Lord. I hear. The word. The two words for 2024. I see the 2024 is the year of going and glory going and glory amen you the bible says i rejoice that your word as receives great treasure you need to upgrade your rejoicing they are of going and glory you may say pastor what kind of word is that how can it be going and glory i'll explain worship team should i explain oh yes you see every ministry has an assignment every church has an assignment This church has an assignment to go to the nations. And I sometimes suspect that heaven is deploying all its best resources for the people who are willing to go and serve the Lord. Says who is the king of glory? The Lord who is mighty in battle. How does, he, how does God battle? In Revelation, he says that 
he had a sword out of his mouth with which he ruled the nations. The sword of the spirit. Ephesians 6. Which is the word of God. How does Jesus send his word to the nations? Does he come himself and put on his Jewish sandals again and starts walking around to preach? He's ruling the nations with the sword of his word out of his mouth, which is the word we are proclaiming. It's no coincidence that the two people with this testimony of ending a seven year siege on childbearing are pastors of locations. And that for one of them, they went to a retreat to ask God about this situation of having no child. And the Lord told her, go and mind my business and I'll mind yours. So when she came back from the retreat, she told her husband, who is here, who I just talked to a few, say, I don't know what they call themselves at home, but let me cook up something. Honey, the Lord has said, if I mind his business, he will mind mine. Then she told him, we are starting the hosting center. So they went and started the hosting center in Nintendo, which I don't know if it even still exists, because they went and became pastors of another location. The same, was it the same month? Six weeks after that hosting center, after seven years, she tested positive for pregnancy. Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make you can sit down for a moment you guys. If you can find a place to sit, you can sit. If you can't, stick with me. Yeah. Fragrance team, stay behind. We just might need to do some ministry. Go therefore and make disciples of all going baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things I've commanded you and lo I'm with you always even to the end of the age but you know it starts with all authority who is the king of glory are you imagining a king with his authority and it's as he's saying this one is for goers I'm giving my authority to the, going, the, the people going to make disciples. I'm trying to show you the shortcut to this glory we are talking about. You might say, eh, I hear this glory thing. It is a long distance. No. If you go make disciples, if you go serve the Lord, I'm not saying that God has said that he will not do anything for you unless you do something. That's not in the character of God. We saw earlier that he was slain to receive and all those things. So it's not in punk way. It's not like, if you do this, I'll do this for you. But sometimes there are things resisting God's word from coming to pass. 
and sometimes God will show you that this is the way to beat those guys. Oh yeah. Look, your inheritance shall not be stolen. Amen. Yeah. Right now you're receiving sufficient wisdom yes, yes. to not lose your inheritance. Oh, yes. All the seven things we talked about, all those anointings, they're available to you. But I'm telling you, it's going to be so much quicker for those who are going. You'll never believe how smooth life can be when you serve the Lord. Look at Luke 10, verse 17. It says, Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. They returned with what? Wow. This is the new year. I'm expecting new year's responses. What did they return with? You shall be returning with joy. In the book of Acts, there's a man called Philip who was assigned to the kitchen. He was given kitchen duties. And it wasn't a simple kitchen. This was a kitchen where two categories of people were fighting over the food. And they reported the matter to the apostles. They said, we can't handle that kitchen. We are going to appoint some people to run it. And one of them was Philip. Philip, the, the Philip the evangelist, he was there. Posho beans. Posho beans. One slice of posho, one ladle. Move, move, move. Don't, no, no, not double. That was Philip's life. Then after he has washed the dishes, porridge in the morning, then cups, portion beans. Then they say, e, can you mix up the menu a bit? It's okay. Yams and potatoes. And cow peas. That was the life of Philip. And then there was persecution. So even the portion beans people, you know, when there's persecution, suddenly certain things lose value, including fighting for food. Everyone was scattered. Now the kitchen guy called Philip went to Samaria. That's in Acts chapter 8. Oh, yes. Do you want to know what happened when he got to Samaria? Then Philip went down. I'm talking about glory for the goers. Now some of you have never, never worked in a kitchen. It's not a very glamorous, glorious environment. Especially in Jerusalem in Eddie 30 something. Anyway, he preached Christ to them, verse 6. And the multitude snapped from a kitchen to multitudes. I see you speaking to multitudes. The multitudes with one accord hidden the things spoken by Philip. Hearing and seeing not the food. 
Not the ladles. Not the crockery and cutlery. Someone here, your, your crockery days are coming to an end. Hearing and seeing the miracles. Now you see the guy is entering glory. Those ends he was cooking. Philip, that matoke is not looking good. Your cassava is cornering at fire. Now, miracles. Jerusalem, kitchen. Samaria, miracles. Some of you are one step away from glory. Just taking one step outside of the familiar territory of the people who only know you as a cook. They think all you're good for is distribution of food. Like when two brothers are almost throwing punches over the substance of their plate, they call you in. You are there to break up fights. And you're wondering, all that anointing is for breaking up fights and making sure there is equitable distribution. My friend, one step. Somebody say one step. And it is a new world. Miracles. Because you've dared to go. Next verse. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed and many who were paralyzed and lame. Where he, just in case they're saying, look, it wasn't just headaches and flus. Paralyzed and lame. A, a kitchen guy. The guy of, get back in line. Some of you went to those boarding schools. I will not even mention universities. And now this is what's happening. Why he dared to go to Samaria. Because Jesus had said, you receive power when the Holy Spirit has come up and you'll be witnesses to me in where? Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. And all the big wigs, the mighty men of God, we are still in Jerusalem. No one had moved into the Samarian dimension which the Lord had commanded until the kitchen guy. The kitchen guy. Oh yes. Some of you have been you have overdefined your ministry. Me a man alto. Uh-uh. I'm a soprano. I'm guest experience. That's why in worship purpose we don't believe in those things. Everyone is a pastor. This is a side gig in the ministry. This is a yeah. 
soprano, yes, because, yeah, someone has to sing, but the real work is pastoring, shepherding. I hope you have already registered for New Dawn Camp. We'll be talking about the excellent shepherd. That's the theme for this year. And as a result, you are going to shepherd until one day you look back and see 50,000 people. Who will all have come through your shepherdorial work. If they said, let's gather all the people who were discipled by 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 you. You need a stadium. Well, it's, all that is coming out of New Dawn Camp. Look, I'm not speaking idle things here. You wait and see. Yeah. Ah. Can we continue? We are, I'm talking about going and glory. You see how Philip went? Now, those of you who wanted to say God, no, it's went. Is there another verse after this? And there was uh, this is why this is what took me here. I almost missed it. And there was great joy. Evangelists are joy distributors. Because wherever they go, as people are getting saved and healed and delivered. There's great joy. Oh, yes, I see you becoming a joy center, a joy distributor, a joy fountain. As you go, deliverance. See, most of you, sometimes you don't know how God works. You can be in a service like this and like, there is no drama here. What's going on? Drama and miracles are not the same thing. You see now that testimony I just told you about of last year. Those who were here last year, were there any drama? But doesn't that person have a child? Well, some of you, it's not a child. It's other things, but I can tell you. In this seeming lack of drama. You know me, I don't know. I don't know about what happens in the service. I'm more interested in what happens after the service. And because I, risk, I know the word of God is powerful. Even when you don't dramatize it. So. Uh, oh, you guys, you are fair to find somewhere to sit. You're feeling strong. Okay. Ah, yeah, you receive strength in your ankle bones. <laughs> so there was joy. Now look, there's a related thing I was reading, then I I went there in Luke ten. The servant returned with joy. Could it be that the deficiency of joy in your life? is for lack of going. 
Because it says the 70 returned. In other words, they went somewhere and now they're on their way back. But the thing they came back with is called joy. Wow. As you serve the Lord, you will be overwhelmed by joy. Oh, yes. There are people here who were depressed until they started serving God. That's when they stopped. That's when the depression ended. Yeah, allow me to preach like I'm preaching now. This is the most effective way. So, as for you, you will come back with joy. Joy unspeakable. Joy unspeakable. I see joy unspeakable. Joy in your look. We our marriage was going to die. And moreover, it wasn't dying by itself. We were killing it. <laughs> yeah, catalyzing the death of a marriage. And then we went in that state. We started the church with a very bad marriage. <laughs> wow. Like, who does that? Because, you know, some of you, the devil has duped you. Do you know what he told you? Your situation is bad. You need time away to sort your things. You, you, you can sort. You are even the one who caused the thing. Now you are saying you are going to sort. You are just going to make things more worse if that is even allowed in English. Today is allowed. Look. Your deliverance is on the mission field. Not off it. This is not a carnal exercise. Where you say, this one they have shot him, he needs to go to the military hospital. Look, even when they take you to the military hospital, you don't sign out of the military. They treat you as their own. Now, some of you, the, the enemy is telling you you're too bad, you're too weak, you're too prayerless, you shouldn't be serving. You don't know your way back into God thinks is to serve. I'm bringing the year of the word. Oh, the word of the year. Your glory is in the going. They returned with joy. They said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. This was something completely never heard of. Do you know the Old Testament? It has 39 books. Including some very long ones. Not one demon 
was ever chased out of a person in the whole Old Testament. Yeah. Genesis to Malachi. No demon. There is no record of any demon leaving anyone. That's why the solution for sinners was to kill them because now the, the thing causing them to sin which was the demon could not be gotten rid of. So they just kill the person. Or catch someone in adultery, kill. Because now that adulterous demon is just going to get worse and worse. were like ruling all over the place and then Jesus shows up and suddenly demons are like out and now these disciples I think they are in total shock like the thing Elisha couldn't do Elijah couldn't do Moses couldn't do. Moses couldn't cast the demon out of Pharaoh. They had to kill all the firstborns. The guy was under and couldn't remove it. He did all the miracles, but he couldn't handle the thing that is causing the man to behave like that. Now these disciples, they're like, Jesus, look, you're here. ones <laughs> are subject. They are our subjects. We tell them what to do. The effects of going. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority. To trample on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you. But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. And he said to them, when I sent you without money, Luke 22. Money bag, knapsack and sandals. Did you lack anything? They said nothing. Some of you, your provision is in the going. Do you know that lack tends to be what's the word? Huh? Degrade people. When you're there and you have to ask for transport. Huh? When you ask, when you have to ask for money to go and buy pads, ah, what a shock! Now, that doesn't have to be you. He says, You did not lack anything. Why didn't you lack? I sent you. Unless you send yourself. But if the Lord sent you, I hope this doesn't annoy anyone. But I don't lack anything. I have no needs. Why? The Lord sent me. 
Oh, that's one of the ways you know he sent you. Let me finish. But seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, all these things shall be added to you. The Lord said to Abraham, get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. Glory in going. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. In you all the families of the earth shall be Why when you go? What happens when you stay? A prophet is without honor. Except in his own house. Wow. Amen. Glory and going. That's your 2024. And those. Thank you, Lord. Those who choose the way of the Lord, the way of serving, the way of serving others. I'm going to repeat this. Someone, stop looking for satisfaction it will never come to you rather serve others and you will have all the satisfaction in life now who is that one drawing pictures of a full stomach that's not the satisfaction I'm talking about I can see you Amen. Pianist, play something. Please come. Passengela, where is your mic? Just give a word. Praise the Lord. When Apostle was speaking, I got the sense that many people were asking how many people are asking how and what I'm hearing is just take the next step before you go to Australia you start an MC <laughs> so if you haven't started an MC start an MC Join an MC, start an MC, start leading a hard or start decide, like do the next step. And for many people in this room, it's start an MC. But then I also felt that God is calling many people back to commit to being in church. I kept feeling like just be in church. Go to church every Sunday. God is feeding and He's guiding and He's giving you the next step from there. That's what I kept feeling. That just do the next step. Plug in. Plug in. He has told us that next year, this year. Oh, yes. This year is nothing like 2023. And so one of the things he told us was, so you cannot dream the same dreams. 
you can't dream the same dreams. You cannot do the same things in 2024 that you've been doing in 2023. God is calling us to glory. God is calling us to glory. So if you've been a once a month attendant at church, you're now going every Sunday. Rain, shine, what? If you've not been, it's that, it's, yeah, just do the next step is what I kept feeling. And for many people here is to actually start a mission or community. Because as Apostle is speaking, you're thinking Australia, but before you go to Australia, start a mission or community. That is what I was feeling. Next year, this year, is going to be like nothing we've experienced with our finances, with our relationships, with our health. We are going to experience a glory that we've not experienced before. There's going to be lots and lots and lots and lots of marriages. We're going to have to be doing weddings on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There's going to be lots and lots and lots of children, babies. There's going to be lots and lots and lots and lots of money. It's going to be such a glorious year. Just trust God. Trust God and take the next step. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 43. I think it's verse 18. Isaiah 43 verse 18 says, Do not remember the former things. No, consider the things of old. Before we go to the next verse, many of you as apostles was talking about the going. And even when Pastor Angela was talking about commit to church, in your head, you've tried certain things before and they've not worked out. And you've now considered yourself to be a person who, I can't keep my commitments. So I'm not going to make another commitment like what I've made before and I've failed. So uh, I, uh, me, I think I'm not in that category. I've tried the MC thing, it refused. I've tried the committing to a team, it has refused. I've, try, I've tried. And so you're remembering the former things and he's saying, do not remember. Like, can you imagine refusing to remember something? It means it is a deliberate. If I said don't touch that, it means you refuse to touch. Like it's there, but don't touch it. So refuse to remember how you've known yourself. He says don't consider. To consider is before I make a decision, I consider a few things. So there are things you're considering, but they are of old. You see, even what happened an hour ago is now in the past. Wow. Eh? And the past is a problem because you can't do anything about the past. Like you can't go back and undo something. So when the enemy points you to the past, he makes you helpless. Because there's nothing you can actually do. But God points you to the future. A glorious future. And now he has given a word and said, go. And in that word is the grace and the power to obey. So do not remember the former things. Do not consider the things of old. The next verse says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, like right now. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So that's the first word. If you've been 
you know God is speaking to you about something in particular but you're holding back because of something you know yourself to be in the past God is telling you don't remember that yes. don't remember that trust him that in the word that we've received is the power to completely change that story so make the commitment trusting God to change the story and then earlier on apostle gave a word about sudden surge it, believe it yes. believe it there is abundance coming not only in terms of money but even in terms of people pastors a sudden surge it won't be progress little by little sudden and for some of you as he gave that word there was an instruction on what to do do it do it immediately whatever it was for you whatever remember that we might be two pastors but we are going through different seasons and so we have different instructions so don't try to get someone else to do what you God has told you to do take your instruction do it quickly and trust God for a sudden surge So earlier, at, I looked at the time, and it was 1.14, and I turned to Pastor Emma, and I said, the month of first fruit has started. <laughs> and I think it's a word for many people here. The month of first fruit has started. God is giving us opportunity to sow seed that is going to lead us into things that Apostle has talked about. So I was like, oh my gosh, the month of first fruit has started. Any money I'm receiving from this point on is first fruit. Receive the word. I receive and it. act in obedience. The second thing, when Apostle talked about sudden surge, a number came into my spirit that I believe many pastors need to believe for. 5,000. Amen. I receive it. Wow. Um, I'm here to confirm a word that uh, Pastor Angela gave. Um, when Pastor B3 was giving the word, what I had in my heart is that God is inviting us is the first fruit part, but God is inviting some of us or many of us tonight to give a seed, a specific seed into the word that Apostle has given. A specific financial seed. If you're that person and you had that instruction, this is your confirmation that it is a word from God and he is inviting you to do it before you step out of those doors as a response, a faith action a faith response to the word that he has given. That's the confirmation of a word that I had in my heart. Amen. I want to confirm that word. Wow. I just want to confirm that word. Give the seed. You even know the amount. It's so specific. It is so, like, it's like 500,000. And you're like, ah! Your, your mind is calculating the seed instead of rejoicing at the harvest. <laughs> Imagine a farmer who says, ah, no, instead of my seeds, let me keep them in the store. 
so so seed so tonight before we leave the baskets are here i don't know if there are some up if they are not the guest experience team is going to put them up we those of you who are led to sow seed specifically into the word you're not giving an offering it's not offertory it's not tithe it's a seed into the word that you've had tonight put it in the baskets on first fruit some of you last year there's a particular amount of money that you pledged and you've been hearing voices to tell you to reduce it this year your prophetic destiny is to go from one level of glory to and it's so logical like when you when you think about it eh, the logic makes sense don't allow the enemy to take you backwards it's it's so subtle don't allow the enemy and there are some of you who this past year 2023 you didn't do your first fruit 2022 you did it things worked out financially 2023 the devil convinced you that you'll do it in another month and you obeyed and you know the experience you had don't let it repeat itself obedience is better than sacrifice amen wow thank you I would like to pray. We would like to pray with you. Can we just stand up and start praying in the spirit? We'd ask some of the network leaders to come and stand here with some oil. Just go to the one that's nearest to you. We are walking in a unified anointing. So just go to the one that's nearest to you and receive and when when you're done you can either sit down and continue praying or if you if you feel it's your time to go home you can just leave amen amen but let's pray before we start this thank you father we bless you for your kindness you are our shepherd you are declares that you anoint our head with oil our cup runs over surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives and will dwell in the house of the Lord forever may this be a year with a remarkable difference as we go out of here thank you for your work in our hearts thank you for the children Thank you. We bless all the children in every family. Bless them with the knowledge of you. May they know you early and learn spiritual things and understand you and receive you and serve you all their lives. We bless you, Lord. Thank you for the pastors, for their labor of love. May they never be disappointed as they look to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for every, ex, for every couple that is expecting a child that they will carry to term. And those who are anticipating, may their expectation become a reality right now. Right now, Lord. Thank you for the end.
we break every chain of singleness upon those that you have not called into a life of singleness. We break it now. Every influence from every corner in every situation, we break it. May you bring marriages to your people. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We put an end to long-standing sicknesses that have yes, been lying yes, latent yes, in yes, the yes, body for a long time. Yes, Lord. No more. No more. We say no more. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, wholeness. We put an end to cycles of debt and luck. Yes. Cycles of debt and luck. That shall not define you. From, you will no longer go from one crisis to another borrowing your way through crisis. Someone, that's your word. You've been borrowing your way through crisis. You get into a crisis, you borrow. And then you borrow to pay the other crisis, what you borrowed for the other. And now when you borrow, it becomes a new crisis. And then there's a repeat pattern. We put an end to that repeat pattern. You shall be free in the name of Jesus. You shall flourish. Someone, you need to start tithing immediately. Don't debate it. That's your way out of those crises. Someone, you need to decide to give first fruits this year for the first time. God will prove himself to you. He will never disappoint you. Thank you, Father. Again, thank you for the children. We bless your word declares that the children of your servants will continue. And all our children shall be taught by you and great shall be their peace. May our children serve you. Anoint them, Lord, mightily, even tonight. That they will walk with the knowledge of you and with the oil on their heads. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word about going and glory. Even as we receive an anointing tonight, open doors for us to go. Create opportunities. And may your name be praised. In Jesus' name. For listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.